Welcome to Radiant Alchemy with Sakara Ray. Take a little break and join me for a short little while while we contemplate ways that we can make our lives easier and more joyful and live more authentically in our life's purpose. Let's get started. Well, greetings, my dear ones. I am back after being off last week. I was enjoying some much-needed time away with my husband. I surprised him with a trip to Vegas for his birthday. But I will admit that I did miss my time with you and um, our little weekly scheduled appointment where we connect through the podcast. And, um, yeah, it's interesting I didn't necessarily have a specific topic that I wanted to talk about this week, but I feel like Vegas gave me plenty of material. So it was our first time out there. It was a bucket list item for him, though not for me. And I did enjoy it. I did enjoy the change in climate and, you know, just having a few days where I got a break from things, where I wasn't having to cook food or do laundry or do you know anything pertaining to business or take care of my puppy just truly some time away just the two of us and and that was lovely um it definitely was interesting you expected to see interesting people and sites in Vegas and we certainly did um the things that I thought I would not like about Vegas were accurate but I was surprised and I don't know if I want to say disappointed. Um, I guess I work very, very hard to keep my life simple and drama-free and low stress. And so I've created things to be very simple. I don't require a whole lot to be happy. And... I was just taken aback by the culture there, I guess. Um, I took no makeup. I did not, you know, do anything to fix my hair or look nice because for me, I was on vacation. I just wanted to relax and sort of fade into the background and not really care about what anybody thought about me. I just wanted to kind of refresh and restore and have a different experience. Uh, The paradigm there is, I I guess I missed the memo, that everyone is fabulous in Vegas. Everyone is fabulous. And I was just, I guess it's one thing if you're there with like a group of people like a bridal party or a bachelor party or something like that. But I'm talking about women that are 100% at a grandmotherly age wearing bikinis with rock-hard fake boobs and high heels at the pool. Who wears high heels at the pool? And I don't know. I guess, again, I I like to keep things simple. I've never understood, um, you know, outside of like a car accident or losing your breasts to cancer, uh, I've never understood the draw of plastic surgery and trying to preserve youthfulness because it doesn't work and it's very clearly fake and I just 
guess I don't live in a town where anybody wears heels at the pool, so I, I was surprised. I was also surprised at men not relaxing at all. So I moved seats at the at the resort we were staying at the pool one time because there was a man with a foreign accent conducting some kind of very important international business through his Bluetooth at the pool. And I didn't want to hear about it. And then I moved spots again and there was another man walking around in the pool on his phone. And I know it's terrible karma, but I was kind of hoping he would drop his phone <laughs> in the pool because are you are you having a conversation and conducting business or are you relaxing at the pool? Like it's not it's not both and certainly nobody else needs to hear the conversation. So there were there was, seemed to be very little relaxing. Um, but again, kind of going back to the, you know, women that were just chock full of plastic surgery and putting on appearances, I know that we live in a time when, um, the generations that are younger than us, and if you are a generation younger than myself, um, this is not a, this is not a diss, this is an observation, but it seems like we live in a time now where everyone who is a the age that has a cell phone or a computer thinks that they can become famous and that they don't really need to work for it. Uh, and obviously that is the case. There are people who are on YouTube or who are um, on Instagram, and I forget what they are called, influencers, and they're making millions of dollars through, you know, promotions and... Um, endorsements and things like that. So, you know, the ad that you have to listen to at the beginning of this podcast, I think I get paid something like $10 for every thousand listens. So, uh, I've got a long way to go before I'm making $4 million on YouTube. But, uh, yeah, there's just this culture of needing to be connected and thinking that you're going to be discovered and become brilliantly famous just by being online and it's certainly more prevalent in younger people but again even these grandmothers trying not to look like grandmothers I was just looking around when we were relaxing at the pool and everyone was just taking selfies everyone I don't think I've ever posted a selfie in my life and it was just so sad to me to look around and feel like our culture is living in the wrong paradigm. You're in this beautiful place, this gorgeous, warm, dry, sunny climate in this resort that just looks like paradise. And all you want to do is take a picture of yourself to put out for other people to look at. You're not even sharing the experience of the place around you and you're not connected with the present moment and you know, the purpose of being away, which to me is to sort of decompress and unplug and unwind and, and just take in the sights and relax a little bit. So it was, um, I felt really, I don't know, I felt really discouraged about seeing how different the culture is. And I don't know if it's just out there or if it's everywhere. And I just am oblivious because I work again, very hard to keep my life simple. So I am 
here today with no subtlety whatsoever to persuade you to return to the simple things in life and to find beauty and meaning and peace and contentment and enjoyment in all things simple. You know, the other thing about Vegas was how astonishingly expensive everything was. Um, one of the things that I wanted to do while we were there, um, the resort had a gondola ride right on the strip that you could take. And I thought, oh, that would be really fun, especially at night. It was $60 for a 10-minute gondola ride that was not even private. You would be sitting in it with other people. And I don't know, money doesn't mean a ton to me, but I could think of better things to spend my money on than $60 to sit in a boat with other people for 10 minutes. Um, and I guess I feel the same way about, you know, Botox and fake boobs and... $4,000 leather bags and high heels to wear at the pool. I just, I'm not into stuff. I'm not into stuff. And I don't, I don't want you to be into stuff either. And it doesn't mean that you need to eat, um, you know, Pop-Tarts for breakfast. I think if there's anything worth investing money in, it is pure, clean, healthy, organic food and ensuring that your water is clean and, you know, maybe a good air filter Creating a nice, healthy, clean home environment and, you know, having very, very little toxicity and chemicals, uh, I think is critical, but, um, it saddens me to see the number of people that find their worth and their importance in the things that they have. So I'm not saying that I'm right and that there's anything wrong with stuff, so um, certainly there is a level of you do get what you pay for. For example, I bought some really cheap $10 flip-flops at Walmart to wear out there and they broke on the first day. Okay. I wasn't expecting them to last forever, but more than the first day. So I had to go buy another pair of flip-flops and they were $35. I don't know that I would ever choose to spend $35 on flip-flops. Dear God in heaven, let me tell you, they are the most comfortable flip-flops I have ever worn in my entire life. They required no breaking in. They are amazing, and I think they're going to last me a very long time. Will I ever spend $35 on flip-flops again? Absolutely not. But I believe that these are going to last a very long time, and they are clearly a very high-quality flip-flop, which is not a sentence I thought I would ever say. So there is a level of you get what you pay for, but there's also a level of ridiculousness. Like, who needs an $80,000 car? I don't know. I'm still driving the first car I ever bought with my own money. It's, at this point, 17 years old. It works just fine. I think I paid 16000 for it a million years ago. It works just fine. When I have to get another car, I'll probably still get something very midline, like a Toyota or a Subaru. I don't see myself ever buying some BMW or high-class Audi SUV. So I think there's a point of ridiculousness and really that's what Vegas was to me, was seeing this culture of people that just wanted to throw money at things and throw money into their appearance 
And at the end of the day, my dear ones, and I feel like maybe I'm preaching to the choir because if you're listening to me, you're probably not one of these people, but you might know one of these people. At the end of the day, you can do whatever you want to try to remain youthful and beautiful and desirable, but you're still going to die. You're still going to grow old. You're still going to experience sickness and suffering. And the same thing is true of money. You can have the most expensive house in your zip code. You can have the most luxurious car. You can spend $4,000 on a pair of shoes or a leather purse. You can have custom designed everything and surround yourself with gorgeous jewels and anything that money can buy. And at the end of the day, all that means is that you don't have to worry about money. You're still going to have to worry about your health, about people that you love, about disappointment, about bad days, about losing someone you love. It's, it's not the insulator that we think that it is. And I feel so fortunate that I live a life that I don't get swept up into that. And I truly believe that even if I, at some point in my future, become someone who is very wealthy, I do absolutely believe that I will still be a humble, modest person. And I don't mean that when people say, oh, if I win the lottery, I wouldn't change. I really believe intrinsically that I am a simple person who enjoys simple things. And not requiring much to be happy is a much better formula than requiring a lot. So I made a list of things that are amazing, little simple pleasures in life, things that we can enjoy and that we can feel blessed by, things that give us little moments of tranquility and connection, and... Uh, I'm looking down at now. I'm pretty sure they're all free. So I am, uh, with no disguise, clearly trying to persuade you to return to the simple side of things today. And if I have ruffled anyone's feathers, please, you may email me. I would love to continue the conversation. I will never pretend that I have all the answers or that I am 100% right. But I do believe that we live in a time where we need to get back to basics, get back to connection with each other, with nature, with our purpose, and less out into the cloud and the internet and the technology. So that's what this is about. Um, and of course, as you know, I'm a big nature lover, so a lot of these are inspired by nature. So the first thing I wrote down is rainbows. Who does not love a rainbow? Or even, you know, just how it smells right after it rains. That fresh smell and it's still just a little bit quiet before the birds come back out. And it's a little bit misty. And then that rainbow is there and it's just glimmering and it's so beautiful. I always take pictures of rainbows when I see them. And it's just this little moment that you get to take in. And, you know, they don't last forever. They're just there and then they kind of fade. So when we get to see them, it's a real treat and a real gift. So rainbows and, yes, how it smells right after a nice, clean spring rain. The second thing I wrote down is good food. 
We've all had that, right? Like a meal, a nice meal that you go out for and it just, oh, everything works and it's perfect. My husband had one of those breakfasts in Vegas where he tried something a little different that he'd never had before. And I think I may have seen a tear come out of the corner of his eye. So there is something about good food that just really, uh, I don't know, it's a gift. And I do believe that for the most part, food is fuel. We don't have to, um, we don't have to love everything we eat. We have to eat healthy and we have to feed and nourish our bodies above all else. But man, if you can get a, a divine meal in here and there, that's winning. The third thing is sleeping in. What a gift as an adult when you're able to do that. We both slept, I think, maybe two hours later than we usually do in Vegas. It was wonderful, especially when you don't have anywhere you need to be that day or any obligations. So sleeping in is a gift. Uh, I'm going to interrupt my list for a second here and tell you that I am living a simple pleasure right now. I am sitting in my home office, looking out the window at this tree that has just started to come in with these really pretty, fresh, little young green leaves. And it's a really warm, sunny day. There's a little breeze and there are these gorgeous clouds in the sky. And I just looked down. And as you know, my little Bailey bed bug is, is my shadow. Can I just put on this list right now, possibly as number one, the way your dog looks at you. Be still my heart. I think I've just melted into a puddle on the floor. Looking down and seeing that little puppy's face and those huge soulful eyes looking at me. Oh my God, is there anything better than the way your dog looks at you? I don't think so. Anyway, so this podcast is going to be a little bit longer today, by the way, just because I want to get through the list and I want to make up for not having anything for you last week. So we may go a few minutes over our usual time. Uh, the next thing is all green lights, right? This happened to me maybe a week ago or the week before we left, I was running late for work. I got every single green light, every single one. It was the fastest I ever made it into the office and I felt like I won the lottery. Um, starry nights, right? Oh, if you are ever able to get out into the woods or um, if you live somewhere I grew up in a very rustic farm area, so I was blessed to always be able to see the night sky and now living in a more urban area. I really, really miss it. But if you ever get a chance to be somewhere that's um, quieter and away from the city lights and really take in a starry night, that is a gift right there. And there is a park um, in Pennsylvania, Cherry, I think it's called Cherry Spring Park, where a lot of stargazers go. Uh, it is on my bucket list to make it out there and, and camp out there one night. Also an Arizona desert sky at night. That's, that's what I would like to see. All right, some other simple pleasures. Your favorite song coming on the radio or maybe a song that you forgot about that comes on the radio and just kicks you back to, you know, some kind of nostalgic memory. Just a couple little minutes, but boy, does that change your day. Of course, good hugs. Next thing on the list, fresh sheets. Oh my God. I changed out the sheets before we went to Vegas, came home. There is nothing like climbing into a bed with crisp, fresh, clean sheets. It is life-changing. 
uh, a baby smiling at you, right? Is there anything better? That might be tied with the way your dog looks at you because they're both so um, honest. You can't, a baby can't force any kind of emotion or um, uh, pretend, you know, it's just, it's so authentic. That's the word that I was looking for. So when a baby looks at you and smiles, it's a very authentic emotion in that moment. And like a little reinforcement that someone that's so pure sees the good in us. So a baby smiling at you is, is a wonderful, magical thing. The sounds of the ocean and sand in your toes. I know that's our typical favorite vacation getaway is that hypnotic experience of the, of the sun and the sound of the surf and feeling that warm sand and just putting everything down. Truthfully, though, I am a mountain girl. So to me, there is nothing quite like crisp, cool mountain air and being surrounded by trees. When I go into the woods, as soon as I can get to a place where I don't see any power lines, hear any traffic, other people's voices, you know, if you're a, a hiker or a nature person, you know there's like that little point where all of a sudden you're just in the woods. You're just in the woods and that's all there is. And it really changes your physiology. And I've, in the last few years, seen a couple articles sort of confirming uh, the benefits of truly being in nature, not just going for a walk, but really being in the woods. So yeah, getting into the mountains, having that crisp, clean air away from power lines and cell phone service. Yeah. Another one of my favorite things are morning cuddles. Whatever your dynamic is, whether you have children or a partner or a pet or some combination or all three, there's something really wonderful in my household about Saturday morning when we've all kind of just gotten up, but we've decided to just lay in bed together for a couple minutes and we're sort of happy, sleepy, awake, and it's before we get our to-do lists going in our heads. I like morning snuggles. Um, a compliment especially when you're not expecting, right? So you're out somewhere and someone compliments your hair or your shirt or your smile. And it also feels good to give compliments too, so don't be afraid to give them. Uh, the next thing on the list is someone's laugh. I think we all have a person that we know that has one of those contagious laughs where you could be in any kind of mood. And if they start laughing, you cannot help but laugh with them. And my, my wonderful Aunt Rose, who passed away from cancer, had one of those laughs that sort of uh, started small for about half a second and then just sort of erupted into this volcano of laughter. And you could probably hear her in the next neighborhood, but man, she had the most wonderful laugh. Whew, I miss that. Sometimes I miss that more than anything else about her. So, yeah, being around someone with a really great laugh. All these things are just little gifts, people. And so far, I don't think anything has cost you a penny. So I'm giving you all these little gifts that the universe has just waiting if we're willing to open our eyes and our ears and take them in. 
Next thing on the list is a fire. I don't care if it's inside or outside. If you're, you know, in in your living room and the fireplace is crackling and toasty warm and it just makes you sort of sleepy and cozy, that's a wonderful thing. If you don't have a fireplace but you have a little fire pit outside in your backyard where you can just sort of sit and take in the sounds of crickets and peepers and hopefully look up at the starry sky, maybe, you know, have a beer or some hot chocolate. It's nothing like a little fire. On the other side of that would be um, the silence of snow, which I often will reference in my meditations because there's something so profound and so, I don't know, there's just nothing like it. It's so silent. The sound of snow is actually complete silence and the lack of any sound whatsoever. Like the whole world is quiet, right? You don't hear a peep. There's something crazy about like the movement and the frenzy of snowfalls, snowflakes coming down, but there's no sound at all. That's my favorite part of winter is looking out the window and just seeing that. We go on to another season, the changing colors of fall. Ugh. Every weekend in the fall, please go for a scenic drive. Just get in the car by yourself with someone you love. Just drive around and take in the scenery and all the richness of the reds and the oranges and the yellows. And it's just, uh, feeds your soul. If you can hike in that, even better. Random acts of kindness, of course. So that could be a compliment or it could be, you know, something else. It could be leaving a little, hey, hope you're having a good day card on your neighbor's door or... You know, picking some flowers and giving them to a coworker. Um, this one, I guess, in theory, might cost you money. A hammock. Ugh, the days of summer when you can just lay in a hammock, one leg up, one leg on the ground, sort of propelling you back and forth, looking up at the sky, or even just eyes closed, or reading a book. It's the ultimate in relaxation. If you have a hammock, I am jealous. I do not have a hammock anymore, and I really wish I did. Um, summer flowers and fresh herbs. The smells, oh my goodness. I love the smells of all flowers. Roses, hyacinths. Oh, if you have the ability to grow fresh herbs, even if it's just like a little windowsill garden, if you've been eating dried herbs all your life, you're missing out. There's something about fresh herbs. Basil, it smells so potent. Fresh rosemary, fresh parsley. You can just snip whatever you need off. You just tear the little bit off and you put it on your food. It's so much more flavorful. And it's just this nice little connection with nature that you're growing something. And um, this exchange of like, you know, planting this little seed intending to it and then watching it come up to in turn, you know, turn around and sustain you. Summer flowers and fresh herbs, man. That's where it's at. Um, I don't know that I'm going to get through this list. It just keeps going and going. I'll do just a few more. Mom food. Am I right, dear ones? I don't care how old you are. There is nothing like having your mom cook for you. Nothing like it. 
I am 40 years old, and if my mom made me a grilled cheese, even though I don't eat grilled cheese sandwiches anymore, if she made me a grilled cheese, it would taste 100 times better than any grilled cheese I would make myself. Same ingredients, something about that vitamin L that mom sprinkles in. There's nothing like mom food. All right, let's just do... Let's just do three or four more and then I will cut you loose. No obligation weekends, am I right? As an adult, those are few and far between. If you have a no obligation weekend, you can get that morning snuggle in. Yes, that is where it's at. I would encourage you to maybe even plan for that once or twice a year if you can. Don't even go to the grocery store. Don't go to the bank. At this point, most banks, you can do virtual deposits anyway. Pull some stuff out of the freezer, order delivery, have a little splurgy weekend, run no errands, do no laundry, just have a nice no-obligation weekend where you just sort of unpack and unwind and just spend your time in presence. When I am gifted with a no-obligation weekend, I like to spend it with a book, a blanket, and a cup of tea. It is a magic formula, and if you can spend even 15 minutes a day doing that, it's, I would say, on par with taking a nap or doing a meditation. Just sitting quietly in a very comfortable place with a good book, your favorite blanket, and a little cup of hot tea with some honey and lemon, that's a gift you're giving yourself, my friend. Of course, we couldn't have this list without mentioning a sunrise or a sunset. There's hardly anything more beautiful than that. And uh, the last one I will say, even though I have more on the list, uh, one of my very, very favorite simple pleasures that I like to encourage my ladies to do sometimes after we've done maybe some more challenging coaching work um, is to go home, take a bubble bath, and eat a bowl of ice cream while you're in the tub. Let me tell you, that contrast of like the steam and the heat... And it's so relaxing to be in the tub, but then you have this delicious, savory, cold dish that sort of contrasts with the heat. It is the most luxurious feeling in the world. I don't know what it is. I only do it about once a year now because I really don't eat ice cream anymore. A bubble bath with ice cream. You're welcome. I should trademark that. Sheeler's bubble bath with ice cream. TM. Well... That was only about half of my list, dear ones, but you get the point. Um, After being in Vegas, it just solidified for me that a simple life is the right life for me. And there's certainly nothing wrong with liking to be out and about or being a city person or liking to be around people. Um, If you're a person that loves being in a bar with a cold one in your hand, listening to some live music, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. If you're going to do that, do that. Put your phone away. And just enjoy the experience of that moment. That's really all I'm trying to convey. And what I hope came through today was that there are so many ways, so many little tiny moments throughout the day for us to experience happiness and contentment and connectedness. And we don't need to spend money or take out our phones or post them for them to be meaningful. Sometimes the best things in life are things that just you experience all by yourself. It's just a moment that the universe gave to you and it wasn't meant to be shared. And I think that happens in nature 
all the time and with, you know, looks and exchanges and touch with your loved ones, you know, your, your partners and your children and your parents and your animals. So, um, I would actually love to hear some of your simple pleasures. So please feel free to email me and, and send me your list and who knows, maybe I will include it in a, in a future episode or, um, in some of the feedback that I was given or go out and try to experience something and email me about your day where you chose to not be connected to your phone, but just to be present and experiencing the day as it came. I would love to hear about it. So I missed you. Thank you for bearing with me as I posted a longer episode this week, but I wanted to make up for lost time. I hope it serves you well, dear ones, and I look forward to connecting with you again next week. Take care. Thanks for listening. If you want to learn more about Sakara Ray and Sheeler or get in touch with me, please go to my website, www.sheeler.net, or send me an email at ray at Hope to hear from you soon.